0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man,
1: JC, John Coleman. Dio, what is popping with this new table swag?
0: Oh, we shout out early and often, Jason Parker, shout sales Jason manager, Parker. First Commonwealth Mortgage in Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out. Because this swag is so swagalicious, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go one step further. Okay. If y'all ever want to contact a really awesome producing manager in Louisville, Kentucky, his number, can you put this up on, like, CGI? 502-386-3661. His email address is Parker at first, cm. .net. There you go. Free plug. Ooh-wee. Hey, he deserves it. Look at that bottle of whiskey he sent over. What is that? With a note that basically goes, hey, I'm not a bourbon guy, but my friends tell me this is the shit, and it's hard to get. Really? Yeah. So I love Good bourbon, and I like things that are hard to get. I'm
1: going to look it up. If it's under $200, dollars
0: Oh, come on, John. Come on.
1: You got it. How bougie it. are you? Kind of bougie. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the other,
0: the other thing, if you can't see it because um, you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever else you go to listen to your audio, check us out on YouTube because you can actually see the swag we're talking about. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's growing. We love it when you subscribe because I can watch the ticker tick up every single time someone subscribes. But... um, it's a gnome.
1: G N O M. It is.
0: It is a gnome. It's like a garden gnome, a bobblehead gnome, and it's in the Louisville Cardinal uniform, because my beloved Knights of UCF never heard of them have vomited all over themselves two years in a row and have lost to Jason Parker's team, the University of Louisville.
1: They might get relegated. The they might get relegated
0: to the Miac. Uh, hopefully they won't be relegated to the to the MEAC, whatever the MEAC is. But no, uh, UCF is going Big Twelve, and uh, University of Louisville is in the ACC. There you go. So whatever UCF beat another ACC opponent last week, they beat Georgia Tech. Um, for whatever reason, they Louisville has their number. Jason and I always have a bet, and uh, he's won it two years in a row. So by the way, JC, you know what Jason gets? He gets another free year of T Lot Premium. So he loves the website, theloanofficerpodcast.com, or what I affectionately call tloponline.com. Uh, it's an awesome website filled with a bunch of free content, but some of the really good content. Mm-hmm. We do ask for a monthly donation of 25 bucks a month. Except for Jason Parker, he gets the premium content for free Apparently. because I am very bad at gambling.
1: <laughs> well, don't we all know that? I am Vegas, very bad at Vegas gambling. Vegas loves your ass. Oh, there's D.O.
0: They do. They do. They see me coming and they start salivating. You don't
1: even have a player's card or nothing. Why? Cuz yeah. I
0: hate them. I don't want to be tracked.
1: I don't want to be tracked. I don't want no one to know who I am. We have able to take that Apple ID tag that your wife put on your Jeep. Never mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Apple ID. Yeah. An Apple ID tag. tag. That's how they track. You didn't you know what? Those on are? I don't even own a Jeep. Sorry. You own a Ford Explorer. I do own a Ford Explorer. Same Same there you go. Tomato tomato. Okay. All right. All right. So you think I'm being tracked, huh? Think or no? No,
0: you think the government's tracking you, though. Of course. And aliens. Was,
1: aliens are more so than the government. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aliens first and then the government. Those mm-hmm. are probably John Coleman's that two biggest fears. Aliens put the government in place.
0: All right. I like that thought process. It's a real thought. Yeah. Um, so today's episode is going to gear around. I'm just going to get right into it, John. Here's the thing, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. John and I are in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. If you watch the news there's a hurricane out in the Gulf of Mexico. It's heading right towards our friends in Tampa. Tampa to Orlando is only 110 miles. Mm -hmm. So we're recording this. I hope we have power to get it released on Friday. Today is Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The storm is supposed to start making landfall Wednesday all the way through Friday. So I hope we are able to get this released on Friday. If for whatever reason this is released on Monday and we don't have a Friday episode, Please know it wasn't due to lack of effort, and it wasn't uh, due to any derelictness on our end.
1: Unacceptable, James Clear, Atomic Habits, uh, Extreme Ownership. We oh. will get it out.
0: Hey, John Coleman's going to drive his happy ass down to Jupiter, Florida, hang out with our buddy Corey Johnson, mm. who I'm sure will have power. Hey, I love I love that mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, I'm going to be sipping on some sangria, hanging out by my pool. Good for you. Probably
1: cleaning debris out while my generator's running. My refrigerator and two fans. Well, my wife left me alone, so I don't know how I'ma feed or bathe myself. Oh, she, she, flew, she flew out of town. Yeah, she's in. Yeah, she left me by myself. On purpose? Was that already like? I think it was timing. Okay. It was more. It wasn't like, oh, the hurricane's coming. I'm let me leave your ass. But that's kind of the narrative how it played out. So that's we'll see, funny. You know, yeah,
0: it's... but you have your parents though.
1: Yeah, but still, it's not enough. I don't know how I'ma feed myself. <laughs> Your mom would take care of yeah, you. Yeah, I know. We'll see hey, how it goes. when
0: you go back by your mom's house to pick up your laundry, just stay a little bit extra, and she'll feed you. That is true. Yeah, if she's anything like my mom and my grandmother, you can't walk well, into their yeah, house. Nah,
1: yeah, here, take this. Uh-uh, take this, yep. It's like, hey, what can I make you? You yeah. look
0: hungry. I'm like, no, I just ate. I'm like, no, you look hungry. I'm like, all right, yeah. granny. All right, mom. Like, yep. you know, R.I.P. granny. No, so today's episode, you know, I'm going to dedicate to my grandmother because she would love this episode.
1: <laughs> I'm going to let you
0: title it. <laughs> Oh, we're going to title it okay. straight up.
1: Okay. Sell like a stripper. Never heard of those.
0: Okay. Cool. Okay. It's uh, I've been to one or two strip clubs. True story. Back when like everybody was getting married, mm. like my brother-in-law was getting married, so we went to Jacksonville. His friends wanted to go to a strip club. Like, like that's how I know strip clubs. Mm-hmm. I also know strip clubs from movies, and that's actually where the inspiration came from. Okay. I was a part of a conversation like last week. And people were talking about some of the worst and best movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, some of the best movies. Like, what are your favorite movies, Dio? I'm like, I really love Goodwill Hunting. I really like Fight Club. And then I like um, the funny movies, the Dumb and Dumbers, the Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. the Wedding Crashers. Like, those are some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorites? Out of curiosity. Willy
1: Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original. Wow. Yeah, okay. All-time classic. Um, And that's it. Okay. Uh, Star Wars, the second one, like the original. The original on VHS, THX uh, remastered. Uh, what is it? Empire Strikes Back. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So my my three, I typically throw out are Goodwill Hunting, Fight Club, and Dumb and Dumb. Like they're just kind of like my go to. Not that there's not be- better movies out there. That those are my go to. So then they're also talking about some of the worst movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of one of my worst movies ever. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were dating. This movie came out. I'm a rom-com guy. I love romantic comedies. I once, or maybe still do, had a crush on Drew Barrymore. So she's in a movie with Owen Wilson's brother, Luke Wilson. Mm -hmm. It's called Home Fries. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. I've never walked out of a movie theater. I walked out of that one.
1: It was terrible. God awful. Sounds like it was shitty. Terrible. What's the worst movie you've seen? I I don't know. Every time I turn on the TV and I watch the news.
0: Okay. (laughs) The the local news is is yours. Okay. Um, But people were talking. And and one of the classics is Showgirls.
1: Mm. It's a movie
0: about strippers.
1: Right. Okay. Entertainers. But
0: it was a big deal like when I was in high school because it was the chick from Saved by the Bell was going to be Naked. Mm -hmm. And it was blasted. It was terrible. I think it was like one of the first movies that came out, NC-17 today would probably be PG-13. But back then it was NC-17. And then they're like, oh, well, once we got on that kick, they're like, oh my God, Magic Mike sucks. I was like, wait a minute. never seen it. Magic Mike 2 sucks. But Magic Mike was actually a pretty good movie. Really? I remember watching it, and I was, like, hella jealous of Channing. What the Chan- hell? What the Chan- hell? Is that
1: a popcorn movie? Where'd you watch that? Is it Tatum that? Channing? Is that his name? Channing Tatum. Yeah, that dude. That dude is ripped, and he can dance. he got low self-esteem. Okay, cool. But he can dance, and <laughs> right. I wish
0: I could dance like him. You can. Now, Magic Mike 2, uh, eh, not so good. And then, they're like, oh, my God, what about Striptease with Barry Moore? Or Drew Barrymore, uh, Demi Moore. Yeah. And then um, there's, I guess, one, I haven't seen this one, Hustler, with, with um, was it J-Lo was in it? okay, yeah, uh, yeah, like, like, like a recent, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I didn't know that there were so many, cl- uh, so many movies on strippers. You'd be surprised. So then we parlayed that into a conversation that led to today's episode. Okay. So I've always thought if I ever were to write a book, which at this point I have zero ambition to write a book... I would love to dictate a book and have a ghostwriter sit there and take down a bunch of my thoughts and ideas and then put it into a book format. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want to actually dedicate writing one to three pages a day every single day for the next 300 days to put together a manuscript that can then go off to an editor. If I did, I would potentially title my book Sell Like a Stripper.
1: Okay. Entertainer, like to be called. Entertainer, like to be
0: called. Okay. Or. If I couldn't write a whole entire book about that topic, maybe a chapter to the book. Maybe it's one of those books where it's like each chapter is three to four pages and it's something that you can read when you're sitting on the porcelain throne doing your business. Nice. One of those. Yeah. And I would have a chapter in there that says called sell like a stripper. Okay. But we're gonna test this theory. We're gonna do an episode.
1: Jeez. Us.
0: Called sell like a stripper.
1: Okay. All right. Lesson number one about selling like a stripper. You wanna start? No, I don't even know where the hell this is going. I'm enthralled to see where this goes. All right, let's do this. Okay. First and foremost,
0: based on my research of those movies that I mentioned and the one or two times I've been to a bachelor party. Right. Did you know, first and foremost, most strippers I believe have to pay to go to work. Yep, throw that DJ a $5 bill to spin that record. Yeah, Yeah, which means they are self-employed entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. First and foremost. So if I'm a salesperson, is my mindset one in which I'm willing to pay to go to work? Mm. I am a entrepreneur. I'm a solopreneur. I eat what I kill. And that's the mentality I'm going to have. I'm betting on myself because I think there's a lot to be learned just from that mentality. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to work. What do I have to do next? Or before I got to work, what do I have to do? Well, I had to put on a uniform. Mm. Right? There's a certain outfit that I'm gonna wear if I'm a dude going to work at a strip club or I'm a lady going to work at a strip club, right? And that outfit has to A, be something that my clientele mm-hmm. is going to know what I do for a living and they're gonna to want to, to um, conduct business with me. Correct. And it also has to be something that empowers me to feel good about myself so I can do my job because I might not be in the mood I might not be feeling like I need to be feeling to do the task at hand. Mm-hmm. But if I put on those shoes or that outfit in the business world, if I put on that suit mm-hmm. and those shoes or you know, make sure I get that haircut or trim my, my beard, put on some cologne, whatever the case may be, do I show up where people know that I'm here mm-hmm. to do business, what type of business I'm trying to do and I feel good about myself? that I can learn mm. from entertainers of the adult persuasion. There you go. All right, you like that better? Good adjective. All right, so then I started thinking, well, what else, based on these movies I've watched and the little bit of experience that I had 20 years ago?
1: They know how to deal with rejection.
0: Like a mother
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you want to talk about being told no, after no, after, after no. no, and you watch one of these entertainers of the adult persuasion work the room and I've seen them go down the line. Mm-hmm. Hey, would you like a dance? No. Nope. Will you buy me a drink? No. Do you want to dance? No. And they keep going until eventually someone says, yes, yeah, sure, sure. Right. I'll buy you a drink. Cool. The drink leads to, hey, would you like a dance? Mm-hmm. Person may say no crap. Let me start all over again. <laughs> And they do that, right? From, I don't know what time they get get to work. Let's say they get to work at 9 a.m. and they work till uh, 9 p.m. and they get to work at 3 a.m., I don't know. But they do that over and over and over again. They'll come back to the same person an hour later to ask them. And I'm like, no, the answer was no. Like, no, I don't do dances. Like, I'm literally here with the the bachelor party. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna sit at the bar. I'm gonna watch whatever you have on TV, hopefully it's sports. And yeah, you know, I'll make small talk with the bartender. That's mm. kinda of more, more of my scene. But that doesn't stop. Then their friends see them getting rejected and they go talk to the same person. Same one. Like over and over again. I'm like, wow, if I wanted to learn from a from, from, from a entertainer of the dog persuasion, can't use the word stripper around John Coleman, <laughs> feelings get hurt. God, I wanna know what you were doing in Tampa back in nineteen ninety nine through two thousand and how are you
1: paying your bills, John? Nothing. I, I didn't. I don't have no money for that. I said, exactly, what were you doing to pay your bills? Working at a bank. Okay, if that's what you want to call it.
0: Nonetheless, and I digress, let's get back on topic. Let's think about how that pertains to the business world, right? They're okay handling objection. They understand it takes X amount of no's to get to a yes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to ask the, the same person multiple times. Sometimes your ask may have been too big. Maybe you, you went out of the gates, you asked to go to the champagne room. And what you should have asked for is, can I sit here? Right. Hey, can you sit here? Sure, you can sit here. Don't go to the, the champagne room? Hell to the no. Right? That's not me. I ain't got right. the money for it. Right? right? Yeah. But it's the consistency. It's the persistence. Mm-hmm. And it's never getting down on, on themselves, understanding that they have a job to do. This is a job for them. It's a way to make money, and in many cases, really good money. Mm -hmm. And they are in control of their own destiny like any other entrepreneur. They get to set their schedule, and they get to work when and how they want to work. And more than likely, if they're really good, they can probably select who they work with. Mm. Hey, that dude's too creepy. That lady's too handsy. Uh Uh-uh. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Right? We as business professionals can learn from that. If we're constantly prospecting, if we're constantly networking, if we're constantly out there marketing, advertising our services, Mm -hmm. we do not have to accept abusive clients. That's true, right? We don't have to, but we have to make sure we're consistently putting ourselves out there that we're consistently networking and marketing. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what they're doing at that particular nightclub that plays usually banging music with expensive drinks, and dudes or ladies walking around with next to no clothes on. There's a lot that we can learn if we study it from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. How about upselling? Oh yeah, they can upsell, right? Like I said, it may start with a, can I sit here? Mm -hmm. Then it may be like, hey, will you buy me a drink? Mm -hmm. I don't know if if those performers get paid to sell drinks or if literally they need liquid courage. (laughs) I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. because again, the little bit of research that I did um, on the topic, which I, I actually did a little Google searching and yeah, I remember some bits and pieces from the movie and I'm assuming the movie did a hell of a lot of research, but like a lot of times they'll charge John Coleman to buy Trinity a vodka soda and really it's just soda water. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Trinity gets any money for that, if she gets you know any type of like special treatment because she may have sold eight to 10 waters that she charged John for, for vodka. Mm -hmm. But I've heard they don't want to get hammered because what happens when you drink too much, you lose Mm kind of control of your inhibitions and that doesn't work for, for business. Nonetheless, that's where it starts. And then they may ask, Hey, would you like a dance? Or maybe just because they sat there and because they had a drink when it's their turn to dance on the stage, John's more likely to go and tip, mm-hmm. right? It's an upsell. Everything is an upsell. Everything is a game. They're building a relationship. They're being nice. Hopefully, they're not being too nice, right? Because just like in business, when you're at those establishments, you don't want to break the, the law, mm-hmm. right? The law says, like, there's no touching. There's no touching, right? That goes for both participants. It's a law that says you can't do X, you can't do X. No underage drinking, you can't underage drink, right? Same thing goes in business. Like, we have rules and regulations we have to follow. None of us want to be the unscrupulous person that's out there, you know, playing in the dark gray or even mm-hmm. in, in, in the wrong side of right. Same thing goes in there. So everything is correlating. Everything's coming together, but the, the upsell is there. They can take it from, can I sit here to buy me a drink to now you want to maybe when it's third turn to, 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 to perform, you want a tip. Maybe you do accept a, a, a dance at your table and that costs extra money and the whole entire time they're, they're making bank. We can learn from this. What are, what are some ways that we can in business start with a conversation that leads to a small sale, which is the, the drink, which leads to a larger sale, which is the tipping, which leads to an even larger sale, which is, Hey, give me $20 and I'll sit at your table and I'll, I'll dance in front of you at the table versus on the main stage, There's a lot that we can learn from. Then I started learning that this is a thing. People in that industry, they're willing to travel for work. You don't say. Yeah. Right? They, they, they know when the Super Bowl's going on, the World Series is going on, that hot concert is happening, it's spring break in a certain area. If they were Orlando-based, they may invest in themselves on some airfare to get to Miami mm-hmm. because they know that the clubs in Miami – draw a bigger crowd, have, have bigger spenders. They can make more money. They may be in Miami and understand that, you know what? If I'm willing to drop $600 on a flight to Vegas, I can go work in a club in Vegas and I can make even more money, yeah. right? Then I started thinking, well, in business, how does that correlate to us? Like that's an open-ended question right there. What are some things that we can be doing, right? If, if I'm talking to a real estate agent or if I'm talking to a mortgage loan originator, I may ask them, well, where are you farming? If you're a realtor, what neighborhoods are you farming? Are you willing to travel an extra 20 minutes down the road to take on the $700,000 listings instead of your backyard, which may be $300,000 listings? Right. If you're a loan originator, are you calling on an area that the average home price is $300,000? But if you just drove 30 minutes down the road, you could start making connections with referral sources and neighborhoods where the average sales price is $700,000. Right. Right? And then we could literally go you know, to someone who wanted to start their own sandwich shop, like what type of research are you doing if you wanted to go buy a Quiznos franchise Mm -hmm. in terms of, well, what is the location? What do people on average spend? What's the traffic like ingress, egress, like location matters. It matters as well to the entertainers of the adult persuasion. And then my last thought, as we kind of play with this, right? Yeah. Just kind of playing like, hey, could we write a whole book about this? Could we do it? Could, could we actually put some research and some thought behind it? Mm-hmm. Right now, you and I are spitballing, all based on a conversation I had last week about bad movies, mm-hmm. right? right? This is how it all started, ladies all and right. gentlemen. It started with a conversation based on bad movies. Technology. What do you think technology has done for uh, these types of entertainers?
1: Giving them more platforms to make more scrilla.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine having an Instagram account. Imagine having a TikTok account. And all of a sudden, you made quote unquote friends with one of your clients. And now you have your client following you. Mm -hmm. You know what a very good business person has is a CRM. Right. Right? We talked about that with our friends at Jungo. Right. They have a very good CRM. They have a database of clients. Right. Barbers have it. Nail salons have it. Dentists Mm -hmm. have it. Mm -hmm. Anyone who is successful in business has it. A successful entertainer of the adult persuasion, strippers, they have that too. They do. And you know what they do when they know it's going to be a slow night? When they need to make sure they make a certain amount of coin,
1: they call on that database.
0: They start calling on that database. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many How many cell phone numbers have I collected? How many people follow me on Instagram? Mm -hmm. How many people follow me on TikTok? One step further, you ever heard of this thing called OnlyFans? Once or twice. Yeah. Like, I I literally have heard of it. We have done loans for people whose profession is is by making money Mm -hmm. on that website OnlyFans. Right? I read about it usually in People Magazine. Because it's always like, so-and-so now has an OnlyFans account. Right? And some, like, Hollywood actress that you once Mm -hmm. used to watch in that TV show back in 1996. Right. And I don't know what they're doing, showing their feet or... Something weird. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, supposedly, it it has... Anything you want to see is kind of on there. that's the internet, right? Anything Mm. I want to see is on the internet. Correct. All right. But they're embracing technology. That was my point. When I was having this conversation and doing these thoughts, even this industry that, for whatever reason, is one of the oldest... Mm. Well, prostitution is one of the oldest professions Right, and mm-hmm. then I think banking's right under it. Think about that: mm-hmm. banking and insurance. It makes, yeah. <laughs> but you know, they, they have to embrace technology. And what is OnlyFans doing? It's allowing someone to do their job from home. Mm, you don't. Tell. Oh, I don't have to work six p.m. to three a.m. I don't have to pay money to go to work. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All I need is two lights, a mic, and a camera. Yeah and I can do my job, yep. <clears throat> interesting. And I now don't have to be confined mm-hmm. to just the people in this geographic area. Because now my geography could be 50 states, sure. could be 164 countries.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyone with <laughs> anyone
0: who has better than dial-up right. you know, can, can access what I do as a art form or for a profession as a way to earn a living. Mm. And I started thinking, wow, that is so us in 2022 in the business world. Mm-hmm. There is so much to learn from a industry or profession that many of us want to turn a blind eye to. Oh, yeah, nah. Embrace it. Give credit where credit is due. I'm not asking people to go out there and like become the next uh, Magic Mike per mm. se, or you know, the 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 next. I don't even Trinity. know
1: Trinity. <laughs> the next Trinity. <laughs> the, the, the next Trinity. Right.
0: Right, And I'm not even telling you you have to to frequent those establishments if that's not your thing. But I am saying that in every profession, there are people who are great business operators. And there's a lot to learn, Mm -hmm. especially in the adult entertainment establishments. Yeah. So that's today's show. Good for
1: you, Dio. Yeah. What do you think, John? I think you knocked it out of the park seriously I mean yeah all right we'll see me, we'll though. see in the comments this we'll is... see in the comments I hope
0: I didn't offend anybody right I mean we'll see in the comments <laughs> but we'll
1: see when, when you see what your wife says when she listens to this one <laughs>
0: <laughs> luckily my wife knows me really well mm-hmm. and she knows enough that I'm like man I would love to write a book and if I wrote a book I
1: I have known that I would
0: title a book
1: sell well, like a stripper have you ever done a loan for an adult entertainer
0: personally no but in our office oh yeah like we legit have done loans for those that work at the establishments but we've done most recently only fans twice really yeah making bank. bank i'm talking like 110 grand for one person 300
1: grand for the other person It's a bank statement loan right there two years of taxable two years income no just check here's my no, login. it was a normal self-employed really? well,
0: yeah i mean we had to treat like a self-employed 1099 mm-hmm. Right, so we had to get two years of, of uh, tax returns, both business and personal. Actually, it wasn't a business return. It was all Schedule C income. <laughs> mm. But we had Schedule C income, and there was. There was some income that came in from, like, Instagrams, some income that came in from, from mm. OnlyFans. Oh, wow. And, oh, yeah, qualified all day long, <laughs> all day long. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a legitimate profession. It is. Right, kind of like being a loan officer. It's not a profession everybody wants and everyone can do. Right. But it is a legitimate profession. And there's a lot that we can learn from it, which is why I said, hey, let's dedicate some time right. at a minimum to make our audience say, hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole purpose of this show, right? We wanna educate, entertain, and if possible, motivate and inspire. Yeah. If today educated and entertained, We win. Yes. We win. If we made you say, hmm, Mm -hmm. we win. And hopefully if we win, you win. Right. Because it has to go both ways. Correct. This is not the D.O. and J.C. show where only we win. Correct. This is the D.O. and J.C. show that if you win, we win. Mm -hmm. If you don't win, we win.
1: Next time you freak at one of these establishments, just say, I'm here because of T-LOP. (laughs) Exactly. I'm here. This is a business trip. I don't want anything else. I'm here to observe.
0: I don't want to listen to your awesome music. I don't want to see you scantily clothed or get naked. I am just taking notes.
1: Yes. Is, yeah, I
0: like that. that hey, look, if you all want to support what we're doing, mm-hmm. if you like this type of content, and you want more of it. Mm-hmm. Here's all we ask at this standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like and share. That's it. I mean, share it with friends, with coworkers, with clients. With strangers, why not? With strangers, why not? Check out our website, tloponline.com. Yeah tloponline.com. You can catch all of our episodes, every one of our social handles, but more importantly, we have a plethora Plethora. of additional content, right? So if you want to hook up with us on IG, please do so. If you want to connect with me, LinkedIn is probably still my preferred method of communication. Mm -hmm. I am Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. Yes. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, even if you only consume the content on one of those channels, feel free to subscribe to all three. Yes. It's just your way of saying thank you. The more than merrier. For us doing what we're doing. Yeah. He's John Coleman. I'm Dust to Know. And that's all the time we have for you today. Assuming Hurricane Ian does not totally wreck our shit, we will catch you on our next episode.